Well, greetings, friends and family, wherever this finds you on this Sunday, May the 3rd. You know, last week we began uh, looking at the 14th chapter of John. We looked at the first six verses last week, and we're going to do uh, continue with chapter uh, 14 of John. Uh, today we're going to look at verses 15 through 31. I'm going to be looking at the NIV, reading from the NIV, and there's a subtitle there that says, Jesus Promises the Holy Spirit. So here's I read verses 15 um, from right now, uh, 15 through 21, chapter 14. If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. And on that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Let me pray. Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be holy, pleasing, and acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. We are never alone. We're never alone. Hey, we've probably all heard the phrase that God helps those who help themselves. It is said as it, it is a scriptural truth. Of course, never with a reference because you see, one doesn't exist. It's, it's not in the Bible. It's not scriptural. It's not biblical. The Bible insists, rather, that God helps the helpless. So today, today, if you're feeling helpless, hopeless, don't despair. If you're feeling lonely and isolated, cut off, discouraged, frustrated, don't lose heart. Because you see, friends, Jesus has a word for us. In John chapter 14, verses 15 through 31, and today we'll be looking at 15 through 21, on the eve before his death, Jesus imparts to his distressed disciples his final words. And in these waning moments, he declares that God helps those who help themselves to him. This is the message of John 14 and, and really the whole, the whole Bible, the whole scripture. In every area of spiritual life from beginning to end, you see, God helps those who help themselves to him. In other words, the helpless. This passage begins in 14, uh, chapter 14, verse 15 with a, with a hinge verse. John links the previous section of chapter 14, verses 1 through 14, with this section, verses 15 through 31. You see, previously, Jesus taught about his relationship to the Father. And now he explains his relationship to the Holy Spirit. And he says, if you love me, you will keep my commands. Jesus doesn't command his disciples to love him, but to obey him. It's interesting. You see, love and obedience are linked throughout this passage. This is because John's use of love, agapo, agape, isn't 
an abstract emotion, but something intensely practical that involves obedience. Fortunately, Jesus doesn't expect just mere raw determination, just pull ourselves up by our bootstraps or just dogged discipline from us to pull off his commands. Instead, he seems to say, as you attempt to obey me, I will give you my enablement, the advocate, the Holy Spirit. Jesus puts it like this. I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper that he may be with you forever. That's verse 16. Jesus promises a helper that will be with us forever. And, and the Greek word translated helper is, is parakletos or for a bit, maybe easier English, paraclete. Paraclete, it's, it's very difficult to translate that word into English. Most English versions uh, sort of render the term helper, or some say counselor, some say comforter, or, or even advocate. Perhaps the, the ambiguity of the word emphasizes that the Holy Spirit helps us in so many different ways. It's not just that he consoles us in our sorrow and grief, but he also makes us strong in the face of opposition, temptation, trials. You see, the term paraclete, it's, it's rather like a diamond. It, it means something slightly different depending on, on how you hold it toward the light and view it. Yet, since if you're like me and, and, are, and are probably hoping for maybe the, the Cliff Notes version, helper is the most all-encompassing translation. I think the only real drawback to helper is the term suggests sub, a subordinate rank, a less than role, right? Like I was always my dad's helper on a project, which often meant I was a gopher, right? Or hold, a holder. <laughs> but that's not at all what the scripture is implying here. You see, on the contrary, the Holy Spirit is, is not just looking to help us out when we're, when, when we're in a pinch, when we're in the grip, but rather he wants to consume us, take over our life. Remember, God doesn't help those who help themselves. God helps those who help themselves to him. The Holy Spirit comes alongside us. It encourages us. It holds us up. It picks us up. It, it dusts us off when we fall, and, and it gets us going again. The Holy Spirit is eternally patient with me. The Holy Spirit is continually grieved by, by my behavior, but he still persists in love and care for me. Well, that's amazing. But perhaps if I'm still not satisfied, if we're still not satisfied, we, we may feel that the Holy Spirit is, is the third string member of the Trinity, right? Following God the Father and God the Son. But before we start feeling like we're receiving perhaps inferior care, we have to note the phrase, another helper. Two different Greek words can be translated another. They are alos. That's another of the same kind. And heteros, another of a different kind. And the word Jesus uses to describe the coming helper is alos, which means another helper just like him. Jesus is comforting his disciples by assuring them that they don't need to be troubled at his leaving because he is sending a helper just like him. 
There's not going to be a loss in the exchange. If, if, we've, if we've ever wanted to walk and talk with Jesus like the first disciples, we can experience something even better, the Holy Spirit. Unlike Jesus when he was on earth, the Holy Spirit is always present and will be with us forever. In 17, the first part of verse 17 of chapter 14, Jesus explains that the Holy Spirit is also called the Spirit of Truth. He is the Spirit of Truth because He communicates and bears witness to the truth of Jesus Christ. The Spirit of Truth is an important title given to the Holy Spirit, and it's also used in chapter 15, verse 26, and chapter 16, verse 13. And this emphasis upon truth reminds us that the primary evidence of the Holy Spirit's work in our lives is a commitment to interact with God's truth. Jesus says that the spirit of truth is a person whom the world cannot receive because it does not see him or know him, but you know him because he abides with you and will be with you. That's verse 7, chapter 14. Jesus states that the world cannot receive the Holy Spirit because they do not have a relationship with him. But if we have believed in Jesus, the Holy Spirit abides with us and is in us. This means that the best help we have for whatever problem we face is inside us. It's not outside us. We have an invisible enemy and a foe that is out to do us harm. We have the quote-unquote invisible Lord of the universe who has saved us from all evil and is constantly building and lifting us up in the fight, in any fight, in any situation, all times and everywhere. In verse 18 of chapter 14, Jesus says, I will not leave you as orphans or literally fatherless. I will come to you. This, firm, this verse affirms the biblical doctrine of adoption, which, which may be the most healing and comforting doctrine in the entire Bible. Jesus doesn't abandon us, his children. When we are a member of his family, we'll, we'll never be left alone. We are never alone. In fact, Jesus is saying to his disciples, I'll be closer to you than ever before. When people hurt you and disappoint you, I will be there for you. You can count on me. When things in the world look as if it is falling apart, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Even though the economy is in the tank and some of us don't know how we're going to pay this month's rent or how we're going to buy groceries next week or anything, Jesus is saying, you can count on me. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And it's said all over. In Deuteronomy chapter 31, in chapter 1 of Joshua, in Hebrews chapter 13, in verse 19 through 20, chapter 14 of John, Jesus continues, After a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live also. And in that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Last week, we we looked at the first six verses of John chapter 14, and we said that we can trust Jesus. We can trust his presence, his promises, and his person. We can trust and take Jesus at his word because he sends us the advocate, the helper, so that we are never, ever alone. I want to close today by reading Ephesians chapter 1, 
verses 15 through 21. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. Until we're together again, may God hold us all in the hollow of his hand. Amen, and God bless.